Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavin's with you on this marvelous Monday morning. We're joined, speaking of marvelous, the marvelous Angela Kennedy Robinson back with us here today. Yes. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. And uh, what a great Monday morning it is. Prayers go out to all those people in South oh, Texas man. this what morning. A they, devastating weekend. Yes, they may not be thinking the same way, but, um, you know, this, this is a good show for that, actually. Right. So, um, you know, it's the end of the month we're going to take a deep deep dive <laughs> not that we don't normally but if you remember this month we're having a job challenge right, right? about the first job that you had at the youngest age and how much you saved and why is that so important you know how many of you have told your grandkids about that or oh, your yeah. kids about that right and what kind of stories does that bring on what kind of questions does that bring on it's legacy right exactly it is absolute legacy and of course some of that's changing but we are offering a free heart scan at via scan in las colinas so we're going to give our saturday listeners a chance even though i think that extends on into the September next 2nd, month so. okay yes so we're going to give our saturday listeners a chance but after that show the deadline cuts off and we're going to announce our winner next week so make sure you go to our website kennedy-financial.com and click on first job challenge. It's it's right there. You can click on it and be able to put in what was the largest amount you saved from the first job at the youngest age. It'd be really interesting to see what some of these first jobs were. I know. I mean, like Aaron last week picking up rocks. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So you know, it's and it is. It's great. It's great, and it really leads into what today's all about. So. I uh, have spent a lot of time on a plane over the last month, and anytime I'm on a plane, I start reading a lot of books. I usually get one red round trip, right? right? So I've read a lot of books over this last month, and I probably read the most extraordinary book that I have ever written in my life. And if you haven't read this, I would highly suggest it. It's called The One Thing, and it's by Gary Keller. And the book is really about being able to dial down to that one thing that's most important about today and the rest is just, you know, details. Right. And so many of us get bottled up in the details because we can't stand the clutter around us or we can't stand this around us or we got to take care of this or we feel obligated to do this. And it really helps. He, he talks about the fact that there is no life balance. It's all counterbalance. And he has a little bit different concept and it's really, 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 really good. I would highly suggest it. But that's not really what I want to talk about. <laughs> um, he has a chapter in there, and, and I, I read the title of the chapter. I was like, oh, my gosh, because I was already in love with a book. And it said, live with purpose. Well, what is our tagline at Kennedy Financial? Live life on purpose. Living life on purpose, right? right? And Dad has always said, I coined that term way before the purpose-driven life was written. Right. And I'm very proud of that. And the reason that we're very proud of that is that's what we center our entire planning on is helping our clients figure out what it means to live life on purpose. And we're there to take care of all those details so they can focus on that 
one thing that's most important to them, right? Absolutely. And so I wanted to dedicate the show today to talk a little bit about living with purpose because um, we don't often do that. But, you know, what does it really mean? And isn't this what this is all about? I mean, yes, we talk about money a lot. We talk about taxes. We talk about insurance. We talk about everything, right? Last week, Matt came on, talked great about uh, college planning. I heard that. It was wonderful to have him on. But, you know, what is the one thing in your life that's most important to you or the two things or the three things, right? And I guarantee it's not money or tax, not paying taxes or insurance or any of those things, right? And so that's really what we're going to focus on today's show. He asked this in his book and he said, you know, what do you think is the one thing that most people want in life? What do you want in life? Health. Health. Happiness. 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 Most people say happiness. He says yeah. when you when you asked a group of, you know, ten people, eight of them would tell you happiness right. would be their first answer. So we all want it. But do we really know what happiness is? And that's the big question. So when we come back, I've got an ancient tale that you don't want to miss. We'll be back with more Life Planning 101 right after this on KTX KWBY. Second segment of Life Planning 101, let's live with purpose, Angela. Yes, that's right. And if you missed the first segment, I highly suggest it um, because I talked about a great book, and I will mention again, The One Thing by Gary Keller. And in Keller's book, he tells this ancient tale because what did we leave with? The fact that what do most people want in life? Happiness. But do we really know what happiness is? Yeah, define happiness. Define happiness. Well, I'll let you define it for yourself after you hear this. (laughs) So here's the begging bowl, and you may have heard this tale. Upon coming out of his palace one morning and encountering beggar, a king asks, what do you want? The beggar laughingly says, you ask as though you can fulfill my desire. Offended, the king replies, of course I can. What is it? The beggar warns, think twice before you promise anything. Now, the beggar was no ordinary beggar, but the king's past life master who had promised in their former life, I will come to try to wake you in our next life. This life you have missed, but I will come to help you. The king not recognized his old friend insisted, I will fulfill anything you ask, for I am a powerful king who can fulfill any desire. The beggar said, it is a very simple desire. Can you fill this begging bowl? Of course, said the king, and he instructed his vizier to fill the man's begging bowl with money. The vizier did, but when the money was poured into the bowl, it disappeared. So he poured more and more, but the moment he did, it would disappear. The begging bowl remained empty. Word spread throughout the kingdom, and a huge crowd gathered. The prestige and power of the king were at stake, so he told his vizier, If my kingdom is to be lost, I am ready to lose it, but I cannot be defeated by this beggar. He continued to empty his wealth into the bowl. Diamonds, pearls, emeralds, his treasure was becoming empty, and yet the begging bowl seemed bottomless. Everything put into this immediately dispersed. Finally, as the crowd stood in utter silence, the king dropped at the beggar's feet and admitted defeat. You are victorious. But before you go, fill my curiosity. What is the secret of this begging bowl? The beggar humbly replied, There is no secret. It is simply made up of human desire. <laughs> is that not what we do with happiness? Yes. The minute we get it, it empties out, right? Yes. Isn't that funny how we are as human beings? So, you know, it's interesting. Um, since I, I wrote this article last week, 
All right, and I mentioned to you this morning, Terry, just more and more kept coming to me. I read a, uh, you know, a Bible verse about, you know, and I wish I would have brought it with me about, you know, if God gives you certain things in life, use them and they will provide you fulfillment and joy, right? Right. And kept reading and I listened to Joel Osteen this morning and his whole talk this morning uh, that I listened to was about, you know, getting rid of the things in your life that are holding you back, you know, thinking about you, the blame that you place on others or where you came from or trying to put it on someone else and just letting go and letting your future be, you know, how many times do we just sit there and we have so much strife over something in our past and we don't let it go and we don't allow ourselves to be joyful in the moment that we're in right now because of that, Right. right? And I read another book last night. I started another book. And I had, there was a great quote in there by George Bernard Shaw. And it says, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. How many times do we just try to find joy, find happiness? If I could only have happiness. Right. If I could only do this, I'd be happy. Well, once you do that, do you become happy? Most no. of the time, no. <laughs> happiness Actually, is... Actually, after you do it, there's usually a letdown because... You're looking so forward to it. That is right. And then it's over, and you're like, wow. What happened? What happened? That's exactly right. You know, you build up the anticipation for this event, whatever it be, a vacation, a a party, or a special day, or whatever, and then the day comes, and there's a big letdown after it goes. That's exactly right. So it's funny you say that, because um, that's exactly what Keller goes on to say in his book. He says, one of the biggest challenges is making sure our life's purpose doesn't become a beggar's bowl, a bottomless pit of desire continually searching for the next thing that will make us happy. That's a losing proposition, he says. Happiness happens on the way to fulfillment. How many times do we hear it's not the destination, it's the journey, journey. right? And I think um, this is really good in a sense that, okay, it doesn't matter where you are with your life and with your planning. We all need to reflect on what does it mean to have a life with purpose? You know, is it really about being great? Is it really about being the next Steve Jobs or the next Donald Trump, if you actually want to be that? <laughs> I, I don't know who would at this moment. Um, but, um, you know, yes, <laughs> um, exactly. But, um, you know, who, whoever's great being the next um, Ronald Reagan, the next John F. Kennedy, you know, who you have all these big aspirations. But in reality, what if they never are filled? What is that going to be like? Is it going to be like you said? Is it going to be this huge letdown in life? Or is that really up to you? You know, one of the things that's great and I always remember about, you know, when I when I get discouraged about something failing, because I fail a lot at things. I try a lot. I fail learn. a lot. That's right. Is I just remember um, what I heard from a preacher one time that, you know, when one door closes, it's the fact that you have many more to be able to choose from. It's the experience to get you through those next ones. Absolutely. You know, Abraham, I'm a huge Abraham Lincoln fan. And he had a quote that he said, it's not the number of days in your life. It's the amount of life in your days. That's right. You know, and that's what every day live, 
live with purpose. That's right. That's right. So. And I, you know, I even heard on uh, your on the radio station um, one of the preachers, and I always laugh about this about the story about the little girl. I think it was that uh, her mom is telling her, "Well, you need to read your Bible," and she says, um, "Well, I want Grandma's Bible." Well, why do you want Grandma's Bible? Because Grandma's Bible must be a lot more interesting. Yeah. Well, why is hers more interesting? Well, because she reads hers a lot more than you do, right? <laughs> and even though that's like a gut punch, there's a lot of reality and a lot of truth to that. Because even if you're not living with purpose for you, who should you be living it for? Your family. I am sure that you have people in your family that mean so much to you that you want them to be better. You want them to be greater than you. I mean, I'm a parent. We I all- know. Uh, yes, I know how it feels. You know, you you want that for your child. You want them to have better and be greater and be more focused in life for when they fall down, not have the things to be able to shake off the dirt and stand back up, you know, and, and how many of us want that? Yet we say we want for you, but we're not going to act for ourselves. And I think you really have to ask yourself, am I doing that? Am I being what I want my kids to be? Am I being what I want my grandkids to be? And not in these huge goals aspects of um, doing something truly great. Right. But in the everyday aspect of having exactly what we all want. Happiness. When we come back, more on living life with purpose. We'll be back right after this on KTX KWBY. Final segment already. Live with purpose, Angela. That's right. And um, exactly what we're all wanting to do. Have happiness in our life. Live with purpose, right? We want to know. Tweet us at KFS Life Planning. What contributes the most to your happiness? Achievements, relationships, or significance? Isn't it interesting? It's some good choices. What contributes the most to your happiness? What makes you the most happy in life? And you know, you mentioned something earlier that's it's often fleeting, right? And I think it's it's something that we all need to contemplate. I think happiness is a choice. My mom got me a shirt recently. It says choose joy. And then she says, that's her new line. So she's giving everybody, you know, something that says, choose joy. And it's true. You know, we wake up in the morning and we may have all you know what, break loose, right? right? I've had a lot of those mornings. We have animals. It's inevitable. <laughs> it happens, right? But Always at the most inopportune time. It's at the most inopportune time, no doubt. Or when we're gone out of town, <laughs> it happens the same way. But um, you have a choice to make, right? Or if you have someone else that comes in cranky and tries to ruin your day, you have a choice to make. You know, you can choose happiness, right? right. It's It doesn't have to be that you have to waller down with them or get on their level or or become upset and i know of all people i know i have a little bit of a temper so (laughs) it's easy for me to crack i get over it quick but (laughs) it's easy for me to crack but i think it's important for us to realize that about ourselves be okay with the way god made us and be able to say all right how do i pick up my bootstraps and and make my day happen right because i think it goes back to you know what do you want to be remembered as Um, And I know I've mentioned this on the show before. One of my favorite people in life, Dr. John Rhodes, and we actually had him on the radio um, several years ago when we did the show. And he was a coach of mine for several years. And one of the first things he had us do was write our obituary. And, you know, it's really wonderful to do that. And I know it's like, why do I want to do that? But I think it's good reflection because it's not really about writing your obituary it's about 
writing about the person that you are and then having to put that on paper and making sure you're okay with that person. Or some people don't write about who they are. They write about who they want to be. Who they want to be. And if that's the case, looking at that piece of paper and telling yourself the truth, where are you at in relationship to that, right? It helps you make improvements. It helps you make big improvements. You know, I told you that this morning when I was listening to my devotion, I, I was um, really intrigued by it. And one of the things that Joel Osteen said was that it's really hard for us to set goals because sometimes goals are unattainable. We give up on them. Um, even if we write them down, if we don't have someone to hold us to the fire, we don't do that i'm a huge goal person right and some people do some yeah. people thrive in it um he said but what is available to all of us is to have aspirations in life what do you aspire to be and it's easy to ask yourself each day am i living up to my aspiration am i choosing to be happy am i choosing to have joy am i choosing to be the leader that i should be Am I choosing to be the family member that I should be? You know, you can ask yourself these things, but I think it really does start with writing that obituary and figuring out what is it that you do want to be. You know, we've um, had on the show before uh, talking about a life with no regrets. You know, and if you look back in your life, what do you not want to regret in your life? And I think that's really important for you to think about because if you, and, and I think about it, you know, because if, if I don't think about what do I not want to regret, and, and I do it in a sense when I make decisions, when I make tough decisions, and when I'm scared to death, to be honest with you, because I do get scared to death. I get scared to death to put one foot forward sometimes. Why am I scared? It's because we're all built a different way, right? Right. And, you know, what is it that Franklin Roosevelt said? We all, the only fear is we have is fear itself. Fear itself. Um, however, we all know it's there. It all exists. And into each one of us, it's different. So how do you put that step forward? And I think that's the moment in life you have to ask yourself, well, I regret not putting this step forward. You know, and... You won't usually regret the things that you did. The things you will regret are the things you didn't do. That's exactly right. That's you know, exactly right. Because you, you, you can't go back in time and, and do a do-over on most things. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fleeting opportunities. And you, I think all of us consider and say, I really regret that I didn't do right x exactly and um you know i have one of those from my my past when i was a a youngster so to speak um and i didn't have some of these wisdoms of books and teachers and coaches and mentors that i have today and you know it's exactly what you said it's not a regret of something that i did it's a regret of something that i didn't do right and it was because of fear well and i have i had a desire to go to professional empire school when i was 18, 19 years old. You got the voice for that, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) And my mother thought it was the most ludicrous idea ever, and she talked me out of it, and I regretted it. Not that I'd be a major league umpire today. I don't don't know what would have happened, but I have no way of knowing what would have happened because I didn't take that step and go do it and see. 
Right. So there's, I mean, we all have those kind of stories yep. in our lives. And I think, you know, the thing is at this juncture is to be able to, again, you know, like Joel Osteen said, let's put our past to be the past, but let it be the force that pushes us through that next door. And, you know, maybe that's the door for your children. Maybe that's the door for your grandkids. You know, those are stories that you can share with them that I have. I have the stories that I can share with my children, my grandchildren, to be able to help them move forward in life. Because I think the falsehood that we all try to live up to, that life should be perfect and easy and all of these things. I mean, why don't we paint that picture? That is ridiculous. I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous. Right. And if we paint that picture for our children, we're just asking them to fail. And that's part of the problem that we're having today with the younger generation. <laughs> it is, Truth. right? It is. And, and it's, it's, it's our fault, a lot of it. That's exactly right. And, I, you know, I talk a lot about my son on the show, and my favorite story is on that on that ski mountain when he told that guy that was right there in front of his girlfriend, fall down, you get up. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many truths to that. You know, if you fall down in life, we've just got to get up. Right. If we have a bad morning, we just got to put on a smile when we walk in that door. You know, I had a driver coming back from the airport this last time. I actually called Marriott and gave a compliment to this driver because I asked him my first thing in the door is I a common, you know, how are you doing? And he said, great. Is there any other way to be? It's a choice we make every single day, right? I'm telling you, all this just lined up for the show today. But, you know, it is. It is a choice that we make. So what is your purpose? Is it leading? Is it serving? Is it being a good parent, a grandparent, a teacher? Is it giving back? Is it simply being a good friend or encouraging? None of those are destinations, but all of them will build a legacy that your family will darn well be proud of. I know that. Exactly. So with that, my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas. God bless and have a great week. All right, another great show of Life Planning 101. You can listen again on Saturday morning at 9 on both KTX and KWBY and also online at KTXradio.com, KWBYradio.com. We'll talk to you again next Monday. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates. Is incorporated and Smart Money Group LLC.